Just fucking with you. <laughs> What's and, up, Joe? Oh, just uh, I feel like I'm ready for the weekend, and then I realize it's Wednesday. I got to give everybody a quick apology. Their podcast feed is barren um, because I haven't uploaded uh, the last two episodes. So uh, Monday and Tuesday will be up shortly after the show, along with today's. Um, but uh, real quick. Uh, for those of you uh, that do subscribe to the podcast, you should have seen. Uh, let me find it. Doo, doo, doo. Where it is? There it is. There it is. There it is. Let me share the screen. Excuse me while I burp. Oh, no. Please don't. Yeah, I've got to. Eesh. Drinking one of these carbonated ice drinks. And, you know. Um, Put up a new episode this week, and I haven't even talked about it on the show on uh, my Mission DeFi interviews, and that's with um, Marcello Mari of uh, Singularity DAO, hmm. which is a sister project to Singularity Net. Um, so first of all, Singularity Net, it's founded by uh, Ben Gertzel, David Hansen, and Marcello, and its entire purpose is to uh, expose... Uh, artificial intelligence and and the promise of artificial generalized intelligence uh, to the world and um, making it accessible to anyone. Uh, whereas now, most artificial intelligence technology is only available to the largest uh, corporations. And so a few years ago, Marcello was working with Ben. And by the way, Marcello is a former TechCrunch uh, reporter journalist for in Europe. Um, but Marcello um, was talking about kind of the ICO craze, et cetera, et cetera, and DeFi and, you know, everything that was going on. And he suggested to Ben, he said, why don't we use as one of our first kind of big use cases for Singularity Net, let's use artificial intelligence for trading and investing. And so they have launched a, um, uh, a platform utilizing the artificial intelligence tools from Singularity Net with a separate project, um, separate token called Singularity DAO. And their first two uh, projects that they've launched on the platform have performed beautifully. So it's basically vaults that you can invest in that then go out and run strategies automatically across, um, uh, across DeFi. Now they have had... Uh, initially out of the gate with the initial launch of this um, human uh, interaction as well in terms of the investment choices that are made. But they expect within the year to have everything uh, completely run by artificial intelligence. And um, while the rest of the market is dramatically down, their uh, vaults are like only like a point or two off uh, below profit. And so it's pretty impressive, pretty impressive results for the AI capabilities that they have. And uh, David Hansen, one of the founders, and Ben Gertzel are the ones that developed uh, the Sophia rob robot that's yeah. uh, got a form of artificial intelligence behind it. So I encourage everyone, visit Mission DeFi, or if in your podcast, listen to episode 62. Um, the video and the audio versions are open at missiondefi.com. It'll be the first podcast you see or show you see if you... Uh, log into the website right now. Um, but I'll also put a direct link in the show notes. But I was um, thoroughly impressed with Marcello. We also got a lot into uh, what it's like founding a, a, a project like this. And and uh, one of the clips uh, that I tweeted, uh, where did I put it? 
uh, one of the clips I, I tweeted um, was him talking about the what it was like launching this thing. Um, because he went through a phase where, you know, they were, had made some mistakes initially when they launched and had to propose some things to the DAO to change the way some of the functions happened in the tokenomics, et cetera, like we hear from most founders. And uh, people actually looked up his girlfriend and started threatening and DMing her and over the project. So that's the kind of shit that a lot of founders go through. The other thing that happened was he tells a story about um, one of their biggest um, community contributors, somebody who's really passionate about the project and who they all love, who was in a coma because of COVID. And while he was in, a co in the coma, he had some kind of dream about Singularity Dow, and then proceeded to tell Marcello that as soon as he came out of the dream, he took his entire life savings and put it into their token. And Marcello was like, dude, don't, please don't do that. Please, I can't. I don't need that stress. Don't I don't need me. to know that your entire fucking life savings is in my project. Anyway, fascinating guy. I really enjoyed it. He has a ton of insights on tech, on the market, uh, on what it's like running one of these things. And we talk a lot about how um, the Singularity DAO AI functions and um, what they're doing to really truly decentralize the entire thing so that later on the community will actually um, pick the strategies for the AI to try. So uh, impressive impressive group and uh, um, their community is passionate, man. I've had, um, they've blown out like recent episode views uh, pretty significantly. So um, anyway, great project. I, I really like Marcello. Looking forward to, uh, we're talking about a potential material indicators partnership as well. So we'll see, we'll see where all that goes, but um, great guys, great community. Uh, I urge everyone to check out the episode on missiondefi.com. Plug complete. Bravo. Uh, Extreme Fear Index is up four points. Uh, we're at 17 today, Joe. Wow. Yeah. I do feel more happy. Yeah. You feel less scared? I know. Yeah. I'm not I know you sometimes anymore. call me in the middle of the night because you can't sleep because you're I'm scared. Powering because I'm yeah. scared. Yeah. You say, you know, you, have, but, you tell okay. me your Extreme Fear Index, and I tell you it's okay, Bill. Just take another pill. Yeah. No, I'm just worried about all those stables debagging, man. That's what keeps me up at night. That's <laughs> your your cult leaders. That's right, man. Having a failure, yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, we yeah. got some comments. Hey, Eamon, oh. Good morning, buddy. Or good morning. Yeah, he's good morning still because he's out west. Good to see you, bud. Uh, hey, by the way, check your Telegram. I sent you a DM the other day. Um, love the show, guys. Got to get back to work. I'll catch the podcast later. Okay, and actually, Nathaniel, it'll be in the podcast feed shortly. But thanks for watching, listening. We love you. We appreciate you. So. Awesome. Um, Bitcoin sitting at 30,465 ETH at 1818. Um, I've been listening to a bankless episode with um, some big discussions about the Ethereum merge, uh, yeah. the value proposition, read through a bunch of threads over the last couple of days because I'm, I'm making a concentrated um, strategy for some things I'm working on um, to work on. Uh, some of the MTF trades that we do, um, then pushing those into um, staking and then leveraging the staking tokens, the derivative tokens that I get for staking into other projects. So I've been looking a lot at analysis by experts and pros in the space, um, talking about where they think the, um, the rates of return will be on Ethereum pre and post merge. Most folks, it seems like, are expecting in a 9% range um, at merge time, close to merge time APR, with a dropping down to about 5%. But 
the bottom line is even when volume is low, most of the projections say that um, Ethereum will still be deflationary to a slight amount um, post-merge. Post um, and that even when the entire market is slowing down, it's still going to be deflationary because 70% of the emissions are going to get burned. Um, so anyway, um, powerful stuff. I'm excited about it. Um, and I get more excited about when this Ethereum um, pop-off happens here after the merge. And that brought me to looking at um, another staking potential staking uh, protocol, which is Polygon Layer 2s on um, um, Matic staking, which is also an opportunity you can do on projects like Anchor, et cetera. And I am, uh, every week, There, th this has got to be the best biz dev team in all of fucking crypto because these guys crank out fucking deals. Like I'm seeing a new deal every friggin' week with people inside and outside of crypto with all kinds of partners, gaming platforms, et cetera. And if you look, I mean, these guys are not messing around when it comes to what they're building. Let me find the product list. Look at this. Look how many fucking scaling solutions this project has. Like they must have like 500 dudes in just dev, you know, building this thing out. With the Polygon POS that we know, another ZK rollup, Avail, which is kind of a competitor to, remember me talking about Boba and offline compute mm -hmm. integrated with the blockchain? Yeah. A direct competitor with Boba, that's coming up. And that's a really fascinating thing. Polygon Edge, modular, extensible, private or public Ethereum blockchain network. So for enterprise. Polygon Nightfall, which is the partnership that they use the tech that EY built, Ernst & Young built mm -hmm. for privacy for enterprises so that you can utilize this um, ZK rollup technology, do transactions on the mainnet um, as an enterprise and nobody be able to see what they are. And then only expose the functionality that you want to expose. My interview with um, the head of the EY blockchain project is on the missiondefi.com website, um, but really fascinating stuff. Um, another ZK rollup and another ZK rollup. So these guys are like beautifully positioned at the layer two level to take anything that comes right now they have stiff competition from optimism and arbitrum and the whole gang. Don't get me wrong. There's the, they, they have a lot of competition, but they are winning to me the most important game. And that is the biz dev game. Like they are doing the deals. A ton of people from Luna, from the Terra mess have taken, they, they pulled out millions of dollars and said, come and guess what? Guess how many of them are coming? They're like, yeah, okay. I might still launch on, the new the the v2 of of the terra train wreck but i'm going to take your money and come over onto polygon so they never miss a beat i'm so impressed with this project i'm so uh, you know so for me matic is definitely a staking play i'm gonna i'm gonna be making so oh yeah that's a that's the one that i still put in the long-term hold category no yeah what. absolutely i don't know i mean at, at the market cap size now relative to everyone else i don't know how much is in there long term but it seems like there's so i mean how many um multiples there are because it's already at like 5.6 b so there's probably you know comparable to everything else what maybe five to ten there 
Yeah. Um, but still, it's it, it could split up into a bunch of other companies and there's going to be airdrops and there's going to be all kinds of other liquidity generating events that come in the future from what I've heard. Yep. Um, so it's one that like FTM, it's one that we hold. Yep. Um, I mean, trade a little bit if you want, but, you know, these are ones that are going to be around. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think it was Lido is where I want to be. Um, I was looking at the staking payouts. Yeah, look, 8.7% staking Matic, right, to secure the network. I mean, that's, to me, a no fucking brainer. You know, for me, it's, you know, stake, stake, uh, stake your, stake your Matic and, and, and take 8.7% and take the upside on the, on the back end. So what's Eamon got to say? Uh, RE Stable saw that US double D was over collateralized. Seems like there's no innovation with this mash die with ust oh that's so that's uh, the tron that's that's justin's uh usdd uh uh play and he said the other day that he was uh, trying to adopt it so that he doesn't run into the same shit that doe did but you know at the end of the day it's justin so the only people that trust it are the people that are already married to tron as far as i'm concerned uh he also says unfortunately you have to stake matic on eth mainnet i've never compounded my staking earnings oh well get on it dude hey what what he said i've never he said you have to stake matic on eth main neck and he said oh, i've great. never compounded my staking earnings so hmm. uh anyway um nice lots of opportunities there yeah. yeah so speaking of uh anchor they finally revealed something that i couldn't reveal where'd it go where'd it go where'd it go where is it i i if you can't tell i was last minute prepping today so um no, oh, here it is. Seamless, buddy. You're seamless. I'm seamless. I'm just killing it. Yeah. So this was something I couldn't disclose that I learned privately at the uh, um, uh, one of the things I learned privately at the uh, anchor uh, party uh, at Permissionless that the BNB sidechain project. Maybe I've already disclosed this and I just forgot. But the BNB sidechain project is actually brought to you by Anchor. Um, and, and so BNB launched a couple of weeks ago that they were now allowing for side chains or like subnets, like, like Avalanche does. Mm -hmm. Well, that is all built and developed and made fast and easy for projects that want to use their own BNB sidechain. Um, it's all built by anchor. So, um, anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's what I wanted to, uh, was trying so, to. So what are the implications of that? Is that, are you saying now that you know, there's some multi-chain type abilities there. No, so the idea is, is that, so, so the reason subnets are created are for um, high, high transaction, high volume projects that need dedicated uh, capabilities so that they have speed, they have their token be the gas of the network, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, Avalanche launched that, it's grown, it's being very popular with a lot yeah. of gaming platforms, right? Because if you're doing on chain, you need to be able to have fast transactions. People can't wait 10 seconds for a fucking transaction to, or a minute or two minutes when they're in the middle of a game. So the idea is, is that this gives the game or the project, it could be some high trip speed thing that needs to be on enterprise world or whatever. When you have control of your blockchain and you have control over the staking on that blockchain as a side chain or a subnet, then you can gain a lot of performance, dramatically decrease your gas fees, um, and, you know, kind of assure that you'll be able to provide performance to end users that um, is what they need it to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, so Avalanche then is going to be the sort of the platform on 
uh, Binance chain or whatever. No, 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 no. For no, the for not the sub. Not no, I'm sorry, not Avalanche, but um, uh, Anchor. Anchor is providing Anchor the, the technology. Anchor is, Anchor is providing the technology that allows projects to deploy and manage their side chains on BNB. Okay. So who does it for Avalanche? Avalanche, it's part of the core system. Okay. So that team does it. They do provide a lot of explainers on how to do it. It's, evidently, it takes like 45 minutes to an hour to deploy a really simple subnet on Avalanche. And anyone, it's permissionless. Anyone can hmm. create one. Um, Did we try to do that one day or was that something else? What no. Was- no, we haven't tried that yet. We could. We could create yeah. we could create DeFi lunch chain. It'd be fun. Yeah. Maybe I could maybe I can get the anchor guys to create it for us. That would be pretty cool. It would be. You ever had these? Is that that liquid Viagra stuff? No, I don't need it's it. A, no. Uh low calorie, <laughs> low calorie sparkling flavored water. It's called ice. My kids got me addicted to this shit. Oh cool. yeah. It's great. Is that the carbonated one? Yeah. Yeah, no, I like it because it's kind of like drinking a beer or a soda or something when you want to just yeah, you get that thirst. flavor. Yeah, yeah, that little bite in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm on the cherry lime made today, which is rather spicy. So, um, okay, what else we got? I, you know what? I was looking at uh, my Ether Drops bot, and these tokens came up, and I have no the fucking clue what they are. Oh, Niblets is using the Soda Stream. You know those ones where you make the soda yeah. yourself. I've never tried yeah. that. Have you? No, but I was, I've always, you know, back in the day, it was the bottles of club soda from the store with like, um, yeah. you know, squeeze a lime in there. So, um, but I'm I sure was it like wasn't this, you just going to the local five and 10 in the drug counter and getting them to make you up a cream soda there. Special little vodka on the yeah, rocks. No, no, thing. I'm talking about, you know, the, the guys like from the 1950s that would make you a custom. No, that's soda. even before your time, dude. Come on. So don't even try to make out that I'm older than you. All right. Nobody buys that. <laughs> You're funny. Um, no, but I remember that in that show, um, Back to the Future, where they showed the old soda fountains. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Actually, the funny, the crazy thing is, and it's kind of depressing. So Niblet says you will never need a bottled drink again. And we won't be contributing this plastic. Yeah. I mean, we put it in recycling, but. Still, we know that nobody recycles anything really. <laughs> so, so on Red Road in uh, the South Miami area, yeah, uh, they're used to up until last year, they died in COVID and it was so sad. They sold the building. There was a genuine 1950s soda fountain and in the front of a, a independent pharmacy, and it really? was the real deal. You could go in get a cream soda, get whatever you wanted, had the burgers and the fries, you know, and everybody had the uniform. And it wasn't like they did it like, oh, let's do a retro thing. It had been there since the 50s, serving like that. Um, but uh, alas, COVID killed it. Yeah. I remember places like there. that in D.C., like bars, where it was like a family ran it, and they'd been running it since like the 30s. And you'd be in there and there were just like the kids worked there and the, yeah. everybody. And, and it was like, you know, you could serve your own beers kind of thing. It was just honor. It was just so like different. And then, you know, alas, they all uh, move on. Yep. And then the establishment goes, goes by the wayside. Chuck, so. Chuck is shilling the Costco bag. He said, uh, Kirkland bubbly water, lemon, grapefruit, line, no sweetener. Yeah. yeah. Now this only has, uh, these are like uh, 95 cents and they have five calories. I'm good with that. You know, all that fake sugar in it. 
So. I like that. Um, there's that Australian sparkling water. It's called Foster's, I think, and it comes with those big kind of oil cans. Have you seen? Oh, that? really? No, I've seen it. Foster's Lager. It's Never had that before. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck this is, but it's up 183.44 percent. Unify Protocol Dow. We're gonna go find out what it's all about. PD. That's not up today. Up today. It is. Uh, it's not uplift, is it? No, no, no. They're UPT. Unify. You. I mean, UNFI is the token. Oh, UNFI. Cross chain swaps. It's a bridge. Yay! Oh, but they got staking. Uh, stake with us. Harmony, Icon, Ontology, Tron, Iotex. Well, that's interesting. So it's like a bridge slash staking platform. Well, I think that's probably how they manage the pools of the tokens on both sides of the bridge. Oh, that makes that. sense. Duh, you got to have the liquidity. Duh, that's yeah. You're you're genius, Joe. So glad you're here to make sure I understand this shit because I don't. Yeah, you know better than I did. Come on. Hey, it's listed on Coinbase, Binance, and KuCoin. Holy shit! How come we never heard of this one, Joe? And how come you didn't tell me to buy it yesterday before it was up 189%? You know, you're always like hiding your bags. You don't fucking share. Oh, come on. You know, I always share. I always share. I don't, I don't talk about it. Well, on here, I don't, I'll tell you what bags I have. I mean, uh, yeah, if we're yeah. talking about them, like I own Matic. Yeah. I don't know if I'd classify it as a bag at this point, but uh, <laughs> considering I dumped shitloads of it last fall, but, but I got Matic. <laughs> right so to make sure i don't like uh uh misrep on that I, I doubt if you're gonna move my position much though no matter what you do yeah yeah so and i guess like, they just launched their bridge and that's why they're pumping or you know somebody's ready to take out take out retail the, the original investors who knows uh what does Eamon say made my own carbonator Ooh, Eamon is like I don't know when this guy sleeps because he's doing like 4,000 things a day. It's I mean, you incredible. know, he's got like a bread making machine out there. <laughs> yeah, he's making beer in the bathtub. Yeah. He's got a little little mini vineyard in the backyard. Yeah. He's in California too, right? He said a keg CO2 carbonator attachment and a five pound tank. We need pictures, dude. James said we Unif Unify did a 10X yesterday. Yeah, man. It's like a. It's like 189% today. Did it get listed on Coinbase yesterday or something? Is that what I, happened? No, I don't think so. I don't know, man. I don't know. Went up to well, let's see went up to nine. Is. Wait, went up to $12.85 yesterday from uh $3.24. Yeah, well, that's uh that's uh, extraordinary. Um, and you know, back to the eleventh, it was at a dollar fifty-six. So that's some that's some shit. That's some shit. Niblet okay. said, Niblet said, if I had time, I would totally do that. Soda stream is just a compromise. Yeah. I don't have the time either. Niblets. I don't know when, what, what Eamon, Eamon has too much time or no time. I don't know. Holy shit. James said it peaked around 40. Holy shit. Where the hell was that? Wait, let me look at 24 hours. I saw some chart speaking of that that showed Bitcoin going to 25. Holy shit, he's right. 3748. What the actual fuck? That is a 10x. I was going to question your math there, James, but um, I apologize. You're you're spot on, dude. It looks like Unfi got Hey, so why didn't James tell us about this yesterday? James? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> James, he's like, dude, I'm just chatting up. No, just I don't know, I'm just, what the we're fuck? Teasing. You're gonna like badmouth me on? 
the World Wide Web. You know, it looks like they did something where Unfi or whatever. They it looks like they got eleven million in funding, and but it's not a big market cap, and not a lot of. What's the volume like right now? Um, I'm just in business. Fifty-eight right point fifty-eight point one nine. Oh, what the? Wait, is that with a B? Twenty-four hour volume. The, this can't be right. One point one five billion. I mean, they've got a, a whole eleven million in TVL. So what the actual fuck? Fifty-eight point one nine million market cap. Some like infrastructure improvement proposal was approved twenty-three hours ago. And Jesus Christ! See, I'm looking at the referendum right now. Core UPV2 upgrade. Um, Almost all that volume was on Binance. Yeah, so there must have been some kind of a promotion on Binance at the so, same but time. But dude, 1.15 billion? I mean, what's current? I mean, I know Binance is at like 28 to 30 billion a day or whatever. I don't even know what it is recently. But what the fuck? Well, look, you know, you create all that um market cap or volume going up well you know it matches it going down right yeah that's so nuts, you know dude. that's why you get all the i mean if it stayed up near there then i guess volume would probably be you know in the somewhat 50 percent range of where it's at now just because it around trip nature but that's oversimplifying things um I don't know. What do they do? Do we miss it? Yeah. Oh wait, Eamon posted his. Hold on, let me uh, let me get this. Eamon posted his soda setup. Actually, it doesn't look too complex, and it doesn't necessarily look like it's going to blow up his house. So that's good. Yeah, remember that still. I have to yeah, call, his, still, have to call um, his wife. Here it is. There it is. Oh wow! There's the creation. That's not too bad, dude. For just a, so you need to send a parts list now, Eamon. Sorry, dude. Can like post it in our specs. new. Uh, Send it with your like affiliate link, and we'll at for Amazon, and we'll all buy it. Maybe a little how-to video. What were we talking about? Oh, Discord channel, or what was the other thing we we're talking about today? For was it related to the uplift thing? To our uh, new studio. Yeah, I I don't know. Now this one, this one's way up. Um, <laughs> We need Does, subtitles. We need subtitles here. Some kind of. So this is. I didn't. I didn't know that GST was named. So this is Steppen's token. GST Jacket. is actually named Green Satoshi token. Can this be right? I mean, that just sounds ridiculous to me. It's. I would have if I didn't know this was a Steppen project token. I'd be like, total fucking scam, like. You call you name something green to Satoshi token. I'm like, run for the hills. Wait. And then it says green Satoshi token, and then in parentheses, BST. BSC. BSC. Now, I don't BSC. think that's uh, let me see anything to do with Binance, but it is, like... it's Binance Smart Chain. Oh, wow. But I thought they were on Solana. I'm so confused. Maybe this is their bridge over to Binance, and then people, uh, I don't know. I guess I should know more about it. If anybody knows anything about this shit, tell me. Crypto. <laughs> so this is interesting. So you know I'm a big fan of Superfluid. Well, a competitor came out a few weeks ago called Llama Pay, 
and um, Yearn, and and I think the people that are creating it are like big name devs, Solidity devs. Ah, James said Solana Steppen also runs on BSC, runs on Solana and BSC. I told my mm. buddies at Walken they needed to go cross chain sooner than later since Solana can't keep their shit up. Um, yeah, is there is there such a thing as um, uh, erectile dysfunction pills for a blockchain? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I think we that'd be bringing in some SWAT crack team of developers and UI UX strategists to fix yeah. it for them. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Llama Pay is streaming payments, but it's focused. And I actually reached out to um, to my buddies over there. It's focused as the app is for paying people in the system, whereas um, uh, Superfluid is more generically as a developer platform. And so Llama Pay kind of set, hits the mark. Um, oh, James says the prices of, of the two are different of their tokens on Solana and BSC for Steppen. Ooh, that's a, I don't that's think it's an, R, I don't know if it's an RBOP though. Um, yeah, remember we used to R between OKX and Cryptopia? Yeah. That was hysterical, man, back in the early days. It's when we had time to do it. <laughs> Yeah, there was like 40% differentials in pricing. Yeah. I mean, this would kill it all day long, man. So anyway, Llama Pay has some good biz dev going on because they now have Yearn is going to implement Llama Pay for all their payments, um, which that's Ooh. a pretty big deal because they have a pretty big fucking budget. Uh, so, I, and, and here's what it is, right? I mean, Llama Pay, I'm assuming the technology is pretty much the same as Superfluid, but in this case, they focused, they narrowed their marketing and strategic focus on just being a platform for payments, Make, gave oh. it an easy interface, focused on that exclusively for people to pay their people from treasuries, and then went after partnerships with projects like Yearn. And mm. when you do that, you get a you get much better uptake, right? I get super fluid strategy. I love that they're a developer platform. They do have an interface. Anybody could do what they're doing on Llama Pay already in the super fluid interface. But when you have them narrower focus, it makes people focus better on solving their own problem. And that's what Llama Pay has done. So oh. anyway, um, um, you I know, like Yearn's all in on Llama Pay. Well, look, also um, Convex uses it, Spooky Swap, VFAT, yeah. DeFi yeah. Llama. Um, you know, to me, I like it because it's just, it's almost like a payroll company in a way. It's like, sure, payroll. Exactly. That's the idea. And things like that. And then so, everybody's payments get streamed to them. They don't feel like they're running out of cash. So you get, you get payments every minute or every 10 minutes or whatever, fractionalized. Um, and there's a lot of strategies I'd like to do from an investment perspective with Superfluid in, in terms of some, some integration stuff. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, again, I'm just talking about strategy. And founders, if you're out there thinking about starting a project, just remember you can niche down, start niched down and grow and expand from there. Because all of the projects that Llama Pay is connecting now, they're all going to be potential clients for um, an API platform if Llama Pay goes there, right? If Llama Pay decides to say, okay, we started with payments and now we're going to become a bigger infrastructure dev play, they'll already have the biggest projects in the game using them. And then it's a no-brainer for those projects to integrate other components and capabilities. So niche down in all aspects of business. Niche down first. Start. Well, yeah. In, in, in you think like you're you up said, here. Yeah. yeah. Start down lower, right? Well, 
two things happen here. One, you know who to talk to at the other companies that maybe are paying in fiat now. It's the yep. HR director, um, CFO, people like that. And also you position by just doing this, you know, position yourself for acquisition by a traditional payroll provider. There you go. You know, Makes sense, these, right? The, the Intuits are, you know. Um, what is what the, the AD, is it now? The big one. Oh, I think ADP. ADP. Yeah. And then um, like sure. Well, was sure payroll might not still be around, but there was a couple of ones over. Um, where was that? Well, here's the thing with this. You get picked up. You get acquired. That's my point. Yeah. I mean, look, you also are a con- could become fundamentally a competitor to Western Union. Right. I mean, um, yeah. Uh, MoneyGram. Right. Because now you can set it up so that someone's sending payments back home to to Mexico or the Philippines or wherever they're sending it, right? You could stream those payments out to your relatives that need it and have it monitoring a wallet. So every time you deposit, you can set it up and say, okay, I want X percent automatically streamed to my family. And then the family always has money coming in. And to me, you know, there's a ton of opportunities in this streaming payment space. And um, it's a smart strategy by Lama Pay. Really, really smart. So, yeah, I'm curious though. Do do any of these guys? This is only it only automates on the crypto side, right? So it never. So the grandma in Ecuador, let's say, um, it still has to come into a crypto wallet for her. Of it course, show up in like as fiat. Okay. Right, but then right. you go, you'll have people on the other end who are going to say, "Hey, why don't I?" Why don't I build a converter that automatically puts it into USDC yeah. or something or Frax, and and then can convert to a money card, a, 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 a gift um, card, cash prepaid card, card. Yeah. yeah, to for grandma. Right now, you know, grandma has the card; it's automatically streaming straight into crypto. Grandma never looks at the crypto, and then it's bam, it's on her prepaid card, right? Yeah, and she knows she can go pay bills. And if it's a debit card, she can even set up you know, subscriptions or anything else. So there's a big, big opportunity in this kind of streaming payment space. And it, it, it's, um, um, you know, smart strategy. Yeah. Part of the issue, I, I was just thinking about this, that, you know, there's the float strategy that a lot of the companies play, you know, and they clear oh, I yeah. think, through Utah, clear the checks through Utah, payments through Utah, and it slows it down by a couple of days. Right. And the whole idea is that then they collect the interest on that balance for those two days um, before it gets to you. So I'm wondering, because I was thinking about, um, you know, uh, entitlement payments by governments. Yeah. And I was thinking, how, you know, how does that, is it, is it advantageous? Is it, does it compete too much, you know, with the other uh people that play that float game the banks play it everybody plays it and i'm wondering how big that float game is i suspect it's you know bazillions of dollars oh totally it's bazillions of dollars well look and what niblet said here is is it's great uh ubi infrastructure and actually andrew yang and i talked about that quite a bit with superfluid when we were talking when i interviewed him on uh, mission DeFi. um we talked about the the capabilities of super fluid and he, he actually called out uh, uh my favorite senator the one you accused me of Lummis? Lummis? oh warren. no your girlfriend warren yeah yeah um well i get a cur- i'm curious how often does it stream out 
you, you can set it so it can be streaming every minute, every 15 minutes, every hour, every, every day. day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But here's the thing that we talked about that, that Andrew and I talked about was the, one of the biggest problems in this country is that poor people or lower middle to poor people have shit tons of their money eaten away in fees and from either banks or check cashing places because they can't qualify for a bank account, right? And the other thing that happens is, is because people get paid every two weeks or once a month, they run out of money. And so what do they do? They go get a payday loan. Yeah. And so their next paycheck is already eaten up and the huge interest they charge is fucking them. And they end up in this cycle that they cannot get out of. So they're having to borrow more frequently against the next check, against the next check. If you had streaming payments, you would always have money coming in, right? And so you'd be a lot less needy to um, get that five bucks to, to go, go get the 50 thing. bucks you need yeah. to feed your fucking children because the money would be coming in all the time. Right? I mean, there's so much power in all in this streaming payment stuff. And there's power in this from, uh, from uh, um, an investing perspective, right? So what if you set up an automation that let every time money came into your wallet, some percentage of it streamed into Alchemix and then dumped the loan automatically back into your wallet, right? So now all of your profits, you're just borrowing against them. You're not selling them. And you've got this income stream coming through. And in the meantime, your money is you know, going to be there for you. So I think there's a ton of opportunities with streaming. Niblet says the yeah. amount of opioid opioid OD deaths that day after government payments should flatten from just streaming. That's a, that's a really yeah, good point. That's true. Really, really good point. Party like you know, I mean, we used to call it like drunken sailors. Yeah. Um, you know, with, or you know, I was just giving this when story you were sitting Mark. at the soda fountain in the 1950s. Yeah, I know. I was getting ready to go down to the bar for Friday night fights. You know, it's like Jimmy and Tony and everybody's going to brawl back there. You know. Um, no, but the thing I was telling her is that, you know, unfortunately, in a lot of, you know, hard working class environments, you know, I'm talking about mines and oil rigs and you know anything like that. There's an element of gambling around in the bars. Hell yeah. And the whole thing is with the Irish, you know, I'm part Irish, so I can say this. You know, it was always a big fight to get the guy home from the office with his, well, from the wherever with his paycheck. Um, before he got to the bar, yeah, because it it's was a, guaranteed it's a company gonna, owned bar. Yeah, he was going to drink it and he was going to gamble it away. Yeah, and then come home with no money. Exactly, with those eighteen hungry kids. Well, I shouldn't say eighteen. Let's say eight, uh, and a pissed off wife. And you know, yeah, maybe maybe moms or the responsible spouse sets it up and takes ninety percent streamed into her wallet and ten percent gets streamed into the drugs yeah. wallet, right? Yeah. So yeah, so all kinds of look. Is that I, what I just your wife does? Your wife puts you on the loan. That's exactly it. That's yeah, exactly happy it. wife, happy life, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> I have no idea what this is or why I have it open. Oh, okay, I haven't read it yet. That's why. Beanstalk. Amen. Hey, What's the news, dude? You want to join us to talk about Beanstalk? You want to? You got a second? I'll give you the link. You could come in. Tell us what's going on there. Uh, so they launched right. their barn raise and I forgot to fucking mention it. Um, and they've already sold uh, 10% of the raise of the $77 million nice. raise in, uh, what are we at? 20, 36 hours, something like that. Okay. Amen. You there, bud. Anyway, uh, let me see. What percentage is they sold of it? 10%. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is a, a, 
there's a curve on it so that it starts out at 500% and drops steadily over time. I think I want to say 19 days when I was reading the documentation the other day, um, gets it down to 20%. But even then, like at the end, near the end of the barn raise, 20% is still a pretty astounding return on your money. Right. Um, and you know, it, it could happen within the next year or after depending on how many people are in, but it's a really good opportunity. And again, I have a lot of hopes for this project. The other interesting thing was um, what I really loved was the Publius, the guys that developed it, the team of guys that developed this, it was completely fair launched. There was no, um, there was no pre-sale. Oh, Eamon's, Eamon wants to come on. Let's have Eamon come on and talk. Okay. All right, I'm going to send you a link in Telegram, Eamon. Hold on. Hey, just, just so you know, too, I'm going to have to split that tiny bit early because it's- Oh, Joe, what the actual- so if I have to exit stage left quickly. Can't you send her uh, an audience. Uber or something? No, I could, but. Um, <laughs> I'm just playing with you, dude. No, no, she takes Uber. I mean, you know, it's so funny. She had an Uber like a couple of months ago and, you know, it's kind of a sleazy Uber driver who was asking dude. her. Yeah, know. my wife won't let my kids, unfortunately. Well, She's so she sent a that. message to Uber and said, oh, hey, you know, blah, blah, this driver was hassling me. and But please don't turn off my account. I'm underage. They didn't turn it off. Oh, seriously? Yeah, that's so, so fucked up, dude. Well, so hey, um, when the barn raise is going on, uh, James or, or Brad, you know more about this than me. Can people? Is it a lock all the way through, or are there ways for people to like kind of um, trim positions along the way and come back in later on for those like later yields? You talked. Yeah, about I, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could DCA the yields, but the bigger ones are on the front end. So let's ask man, the right. man working on the project. How you been, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's my it's my permissionless pal. <laughs> hey, how's it going, man? Uh, pretty good. Just uh, getting over COVID. <laughs> Did you guys figure out where you're going to live yet? Yeah, yeah, we're staying up here in uh, in Seattle. Ah, nice. Uh, his wife had some job opportunities in a couple of other locations, and uh, they were debating where they were going. Since Eamon can work anywhere, it didn't matter. So uh, I was curious where he was going to end up. So that's good, man. Good, good for you. Um, so tell us what's going on, man. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty exciting. the The barn raise went live two days ago now, and. Uh, 10% it looks like has been raised. Um, and right now all the names of stuff had been changed, but like the fertilizers kind of like the normal soil that you would buy to help support the peg. Um, and so fertilizers, what you're buying there, which is essentially the pods that you'd get to redeem later. Um, but everybody I believe gets paid back equally at the same time. Um, so like, it's not a pod line. It's like a pod group so right. getting returns right away as soon as it gets relaunched um, oh so the 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 third for the barn raise would actually get their returns immediately yeah yeah everybody starts receiving it i believe at the same time so oh so everybody that participates in the barn raise gets a fractional piece of what's coming out to them so so you don't have to wait in line like in the pod line you have to you can everybody that comes into the barn raise starts getting paid yeah, yeah, exactly. I get it. Okay, okay. But not all and, the money all at once. Right, right. And I get it's, you. it's done as like um, the ERC 1155s. So ah. it's like an NFT position. Um, and then 
if you have, I think there was like a $5,000, if you do $5,000, there's like an NFT for that, for the first X number of them or something. Um, I think some of this stuff has changed and there might be like a um, an idols NFT for like oh, the number nice. one contributor. <laughs> oh, very yeah, nice. Yeah. So that's super Do you know if they're still talking to uh, institutional people about coming in? Yeah, yeah, I think um it was right around 10 percent had been made had been raised prior to the launch of the barn raise oh okay uh, and so that's slowly been uh, coming in deployed into it but it was it was uh it's kind of at the discretion of the team okay uh, for when to deploy that because the, the capitals have been raised as long as it's before the um the protocols launched because right now it's that 500 you see there right um and was as soon as it goes live again which should be sometime soon um then it'll drop down by half and then slowly tick down to 20 percent return so walk me through this 500 right so if i put a thousand dollars in i'm not going to get five hundred thousand dollars no you get five thousand dollars Right, uh, right. Five thousand right. pods. Five thousand pods. Right. It's like and those weather from those are redeemable for a buck. A yeah, buck yeah. It's like it's like the weather from the normal protocol operations. Oh yeah, I I have a little math problem. Sorry about that. <laughs> That'd be sweet. It doesn't say five hundred x, Brad. It says five hundred percent. Wow, that's what she said. That's right? like it's like those jokes they make about. Oh, if Elon Musk could put that money for he was going to spend on Twitter, he could give everybody in America a million dollars. Yeah, that's me. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> that math works. Sorry, keep so 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 essentially you can get a five hundred a five hundred percent return on your investment, um, and and well, pretty and start receiving that money pretty quickly after the relaunch. Yeah, you start getting paid back, you know, hour by hour. Um, as the seasons happen. And of course, like, obviously, I don't know. I wouldn't say like return on investment because, you know. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry. Like, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, the payback of your debt. Yeah. 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 It's uh it's sorry. All, yeah. You know, but the protocol, the mechanism was working beforehand. So yeah, it was working beautifully. I'm yeah. excited. So do you think that uh, generally is the community happy with the pace or was everybody kind of hoping this thing would sell out in 10 minutes and be done? You know, it was a total experiment. I mean, obviously, who wouldn't want it to be sold out before it even went live? Um, yeah. But, you know, it's okay. The, the, the changed mechanism was that it's not going to end. Uh, it's it's going to remain open until 100% gets sold, whether right. that's, you know, a week, a month, five years. Who knows? It, it's and what's just the relaunch people. timing? Uh, not a hundred percent sure on that specifically. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's been announced or not. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You know what's interesting with that dynamic to me is that if you're in there at five hundred percent, like like this in the last day, and it's still it's still hanging right around five oh five hundred. Yeah, okay. Um, and nobody else is coming in driving it down. Then my first inclination is to put more money in at that point okay and then because there's an incentive to put more money in until it starts dropping yeah. right 
And so whether people are going to chase it at the end for a 20% or not, I'm not 100% sure. But if the pod value is higher than however long out this time is, or if the value they're getting is greater than or attractive enough at that 20% level, then they're going to keep coming in um, yep. as it gets bigger and bigger. But I love the yeah. fact that it kind of encourages the early investor to come back in early versus having them come in at the end. Um, yeah. Which is yeah. a pretty cool thing. It's Very pretty cool. sweet because like imagine if almost all the debt's been paid off and it's still there's still some available and yeah, the interest is only 20%. Let's say you're the only debt being repaid at some point, like a year from now or whatever. Um, you could buy some at 20% and potentially, you know, get it paid back an hour later. <laughs> That's true. As yeah. we get closer, that makes a lot of sense. That's very yeah. cool, man. Yeah. yeah. So and then the whole nice. redemption, like it's, it's, it's all going to be for like the, the users funds who were there pre exploit. Um, they will be redeemable based on the lower end, whether it's been funds raised. And so if people start redeeming early um, before the barn raise is hundred percent, then it reduces the debt that we need to raise. Overall. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And that they take cool. a haircut if they do it early, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a haircut based on so if like if somebody if this was the 10% was raised and it got replanted right now and somebody went in and cashed out, they would lose, they'd forfeit 90% of what they had pre-exploit. So if they had 10,000, they'd get a thousand back. Um, but it would reduce the amount of fertilizer available by nine thousand then by that because they're burning the 90 percent basically of debt yep, yep. yeah that's and, awesome and if the pro if the if the fundraiser has fully filled then rather than reducing the debt it's um it's based on how much has been repaid so yeah nice that's awesome man anything else going on over there or is it just kind of chaos with this. Uh, I don't chaos. mean chaos. <laughs> Everybody's been super stoked, it seems like. And, uh, you know, I, I think that a day or two of um, basking and finally getting it going and then uh, the audits are underway. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome. The whole protocol has been like refactored and it's nice. Well. Nice. What else are you looking at these days? Where are you putting your money besides me? <laughs> Uh, I unfortunately still had most of my money in CVX and that is down by, you know, yeah. 80%. <laughs> Which yeah. is amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all taken quite a hit because UST was one of the biggest bribers. Yeah. Right. Um, but maybe we'll get some of that double D love. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Amen is a Amen is a is now a, a Tron fan. I love it. That's hilarious. Okay. So we're on a Tron Double D now. Is that it? No, USDD. <laughs> That's good, man. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming on. I thank you so much for letting us know what's going on. Yeah, thank you. thanks, Amen. So fun. All, All right, buddy. Have a good one. See you. Cheers, man. Hi. Right. I gotta head out. Hey, that's a couple good. Minutes, I think man. we can wrap here, buddy. Go take care of your daughter, and thank yeah. you everybody for listening. Um, please uh, don't hesitate to message me B 5 crypto on Twitter and uh, Telegram or B 5 crypto pound two one four three on Discord. 
Thank you. We appreciate you listening and watching. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Just takes a couple of minutes and it does a tremendous amount to uh, to help us grow. Um, you can also subscribe on YouTube. Give us a little thumbs up on the video you're watching. And um, don't forget to click the little bell so you get notified when we release a new episode. That's all I got for today, Joe. Have a great one. Yeah, you too, buddy. Thanks, everyone. And see you tomorrow. All right. Cheers, Brad. <laughs>